2: It's that time of year, Cash the Ticket, Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an
0: eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. A West Michigan mom of eight has been missing for over a year.
3: I will tell you this with regard to the evidence, Heather Kelly's remains have not been recovered. If you have any information regarding this case, please contact the authorities.
0: Despite not having the body, Heather Kelly's boyfriend has been charged with her murder. Will she get justice? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Before December of 2022, Heather Kelly was a regular mom from Portage, a city just south of Kalamazoo. Well, she wasn't exactly a regular mom. Heather was a mom to eight children. Eight. So she was a supermom. But then one day, Heather vanished out of thin air. The next voice you'll hear belongs to Portage Police Lieutenant Joe McDonnell. Well,
2: the vehicle was located uh, by the Kalamazoo County Sheriff's Department in their jurisdiction, uh, partially burned. Uh, that vehicle was seized and is currently being held by the Kalamazoo County Sheriff's Department with their lab personnel. The concern is obviously is her whereabouts. It's certainly not typical for a mother of eight just to vanish without any explanation uh, whatsoever, and of course that causes us concern for her well-being. We continue to follow up on all leads and continue to search for her whereabouts and are hoping that someone who might have some information, not only to her location, but might be able to provide us some additional information that might help us lead to her location would certainly be appreciated.
0: That conversation with McDonnell is over a year old and Heather has still not been found, which got me thinking, just how common are missing persons here in Michigan?
4: Currently in the state of Michigan, There are over 3,470 persons reported as missing. Of those, we're looking at about 760 roughly, or thereabouts, are juveniles under the age of 18. About a third of our missing persons population are juveniles under the age of majority for our state, which is in line with what we see nationally. When we compare our state stats with FBI stats and NCIC, roughly we're on par.
0: That right there is Jolene Hardesty. She's the missing persons coordinator for the state of Michigan. Those numbers you heard, they are staggering. And even more so if you consider that each one of them is a real person with a family who loves them. That is something very important to Dan DiBardino, the president of Crime Stoppers of Michigan.
5: Tell me about Zach. Tell me Jack was killed on ABC Street on ABC. Tell me that. But then tell me, was Zach a good dad? Was Zach working at his church? Was Zach helping with Habitat for Humanity? Tell me something that somebody watching can say or reading can say, God, this guy was a good guy. Somebody should step up and help him. He was worth being helped. Unfortunately, I think with all the TV shows that are on, with all the stuff we see, many of us have become numb to the whole idea of crime, numb to the whole idea of humanity being hurt or people being nasty to each other, and more importantly, numb to people being shot and killed. We try to give you a personal side of things, try to give you a softer side of things as to what this person was like, who he really was.
0: How does one go about finding a missing person? We heard from Dan earlier. Crime Stoppers is an independent organization that assists law enforcement with solving crimes using cash rewards, among other things.
5: We're what I refer to as the last stop, meaning when the case gets investigated by the officer in charge all the interviews are done, witnesses are interviewed, forensics are done. When everything is finished and there's no answers and there's nowhere else to go, then at that point what happens is we as an organization provide two things. A, the 1-800-Speak-Up number, and the other side of what we do is we have a the Center for Crime Prevention where we provide educational information to the general public on a variety of topics, human trafficking, gun safety, being safe while driving, et cetera. We had that available as well. So we cover both areas, how to prevent being a victim, which is the Center for Crime Prevention. And then we help victims and their families through the 1-800-SPEAK-UP program.
0: Over the years, technology has come a long way, and that includes in the work of finding missing people whether it is a simple thing like a ring doorbell or something more advanced like DNA technology. And while Jolene says technology does help, it does have limitations.
4: We can talk forensic genetic genealogy and how that helps progress cases. And that's a good tool to use, but it's expensive. It's not widely used. It's supposed to be a last resort. Oftentimes it's not going to help until somebody is deceased. And if we can get somebody back home safely way before that happens, that's the goal. Making your connections within your community, understanding certain cultures, certain religions, certain ethnicities, all that that make up who we are in America, who we are in our communities, that matters. That's important, you know, um, especially when we're talking about missing persons.
0: For Jolene, nothing beats old fashioned police work. You know, boots on the ground.
4: We have a missing man. All of a sudden we find out that it's Asian male here on a work visa and he just lost his job. Knowing that a particular Asian culture is still very much operating on the family honor system and for an individual to lose their job might create dishonor to their family. That's a huge priority. Now we are stepping up that investigation because now we want to stop any impending suicide. And unfortunately, with that case that I just referenced, we didn't get to the individual in time.
0: That wasn't a hypothetical? So that's,
4: oh, no, that happened. So wow. knowing your community, their cultures, their ideals, race aside, that's helpful when you're looking for somebody, right? Like I'm looking for a white male versus a black male. But knowing about their family members, knowing about the different ways that their culture and traditions are is super, super helpful.
2: It's that time of year. Cash the Ticket, Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app
0: or wherever you get your podcasts. We started this episode talking about Heather Kelly and the now 13-month quest to find her. Today, there was some change, a step forward in the process of securing justice.
3: We have reached a point in this investigation where we are going to take the next step. We have this morning charged Carlos Vance Watts Jr. with the offense of murder for causing the death of Heather Kelly. Mr. Watts currently is in federal custody. He has been in federal custody since the time of this murder. He is scheduled for sentencing by the federal authorities this Friday. I will tell you this with regard to the evidence, Heather Kelly's remains have not been recovered. We are moving forward with the charges in spite of that. In the meantime, I would remind everyone, if you have any information regarding this case, please contact the authorities.
0: That is Kalamazoo County Prosecutor Jeff Getting placing the blame on Heather's boyfriend. It is so easy to look at victims of violent crime as statistics, but for Dan, everybody has a story.
5: Just a snippet of people who we have cases on that are still out there. Miracle Murray, you remember Miracle Murray? This little girl was killed in a drive-by. We're still trying to figure out what happened. We got a 50-year-old man over here, Ralph, that was killed. He was stabbed by some unknown person, found in a playground. As you can see, there's black, there's white, there's young, there's old, behind every one of these pictures. Our families, that little girl's mother and father, they'll never be the same again, never. And if you look at all these people, it's just incredible that every single one of them has a story to tell and every single one of them have a right to get justice as to what happened to these people and that's why we're here.
0: Will Heather Kelly ever be found? We don't know, the answer may lie with Carlos Watts. Only time will tell but it's good to know that there are people out there that refuse to let people like Heather fade into the background. Today's big thanks go out to Jolene Hardesty, Dan DiBardino, Joe McDonnell, and Jeff Getting. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.